Well, hello, this is uh, Mike Goosen, uh, CPA. I'm from uh, Vice President of, of Integrity Offshore Remote Staffing, and I'm chatting today with Sean uh, Parikh, who is also the President of Integrity Remote Staffing. And we're starting our first in a series of uh, uh, pro podcast titled Build a Kick-Ass Offshore Team. We're pretty excited having you today. We want to talk a little bit about is offshore staffing for you and what's happened? How do we get to this point? And so a lot of history today and maybe a little bit of solution. So, so Sean, what can you give me some insights to what is going on in the industry that's kind of just to this point? Sure, Mike. Uh, first of all, uh, as Mike introduced me, I'm the president and the CEO of the company. And uh, we have been working together since last couple of years and it has been great working with Mike. Uh, although we are, uh, you know, I'm I'm out of New York and Mike is in Fresno, California. We started this series, uh, to, I mean, a series called Build a Kick-Ass Offshore Team, uh, you know, and we thought of this idea that we will create this few episode of video podcast and come up with some, some kind of an insight on some of the questions that our client ask us, some of the problems, you know, that accounting firms typically faces and how an offshore staffing can be a great solution to solve those problems. So uh, coming back to my, coming back, Mike, to your question, how this idea kind of started, uh, uh, we need to go a little back into the history, uh, a little bit back into the history that uh, how really offshore staffing kind of emerged. So uh, starting with IT, information technology, uh, two, three decades back, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, developing countries like India uh, kind of started building their IT talent pool. And some of the big giants, uh, you know, uh, kind of uh, started getting into this industry and they started working with some of the multinational companies based out of America and other developed parts of the world. And that's where Indian ID sectors started booming and the whole uh, new era started of globalization, wherein previously globalization meant, you know, goods going from one place to another place, which means a multinational company selling goods from one country to another country. Mm -hmm. with with, with the emergence of uh, information technology, think the dimensions changed. What happened is you now have people working for your company sitting in different parts of the world. And this was just started with IT and then, you know, got into different sectors, banking and finance, insurance, and, right. and many more sectors. And uh, India had led somewhere this uh, service driven sectors uh, surely because of, of, of the big British influence that India has. India used to be a Brit, uh, British colony for about... Right, yeah, yeah, and as a result of that, the school systems, the, the education process is very similar, I understand, to the, the British approach years ago and continues today, right? I mean, as far as English speaking, yes. requirements, that sort of thing. And apart from that, India is the second largest English speaking country in the world after United States. So, Which is amazing to me. Yeah, I realized I didn't even know that until I met you a few years back. And then when you think about that still today, English is still the business language across the world regardless, correct? Yes. I mean, 
I have some relatives that work in France. He's a French company. And I asked him, how's his French doing? And he says, I don't even speak French. He's been working for him for 15 years. He doesn't even speak the language of the company, yeah. but he's a controller for the company. So English is a worldwide business language, which is good. And what really started, this was a big transformation. Uh, accountants, you can always say, are late in adaption to technology. Yeah. So, so accounting, accounting, accounting industry started a little bit late. Yeah. You know that uh, the first one to enter were the big fours, and right. and they kind of came in. You know, they came, they started their offshore offices in India first. They you know acquired smaller firms to acquire the ta local talent pool. Uh -huh. They, they sent some managers to India so that they can set up multiple offices. And uh, what happened was uh, even larger firms, top 200 firms followed the footsteps of Big Four and mm -hmm. built their offshore offices. And that, that's where the real trigger point was for companies like us. Sure, that makes perfect sense because they're the, the Big Four, the big movers are, are impacting the uh, uh, talent pool Yes. Educating them, employing them, making and, and starting to build a feeder system into accounting professionals out of India. Yes, and what we found out was uh, why, if big four and larger firms are doing this, why can't a smaller firm or a mid-sized or a regional accounting firm do this? Yeah, why not? I mean, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they couldn't themselves do it, but companies like Integrity can help them do it. Yeah, and I mean, that's when this question came up, why only big four and larger firms are doing it? And that's where we realized that the scale is a challenge. Hiring five or 10 employees, and you know, you go from America to India, you know, doesn't make sense in terms of economics, you know, the hassle that you have to go through, and right. uh, you know, the compliances, and then there are hundreds of local challenges also. It's not, you mm -hmm. know, Yes, you go there. And when you run a smaller operations, it's always difficult to attract talent globally. So, um, yeah, if you have a name, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. We have like, uh, you know, we work with 500 plus accounting firms. We have about six offices in India uh, sure. one in Mumbai, one in uh, a city called uh, Baroda, and one in Ahmedabad. So we have, I mean, four in Ahmedabad, I'm sorry. So we have six offices. So when you have uh, bigger operations, uh, the people joining you feel much secure, much safer. It's like, you know, in America, we join bigger companies. So, right. so mm -hmm. that's how, you know, it was that if we can set up a bridge where small firms and mid-sized firms can build their talent, uh, and that's where we came up with, you know, offshore staffing idea uh, yeah. and started catering smaller firms. Uh, so that's what that's what that that was uh, a little story. One mm -hmm. one anecdote I would like to definitely share about this is uh, yeah. being a, a small business entrepreneur. Uh, I always want that small businesses or smaller accounting firms, for that matter, should always be, you know. There has to be an ecosystem where they can really grow. They can really, you know, uh, 
uh, compete with larger firms, compete with bigger firms. Uh, mm-hmm. You have heard KPMG Spark. They have launched this. KPMG has lost launched this division, and they are now getting into accounting and bookkeeping. Okay, that's different. Yeah, that's new. So they, yeah, they are directly competing with the small with business the small, small medium yeah. firms. Yeah. Absolutely, it's a direct uh, direct uh, attack, if you will, in that particular historically. And I was thinking that what you were saying about the smaller mid-sized firms, you know, where I've been talking with CPA firms over the last several years, that's exactly what's going on. There's there's some drivers that are they're struggling with. One is getting enough people to get the job done, especially the back office work, um, being able to keep their overhead and their office costs under control and being able to compete with the larger firms. I mean, just recently here in my small little town of Fresno, one of the most uh, well-known, largest, um, independent, locally owned CPA firms um, surprised everyone with an announcement six months ago that they were now becoming a part of KI Comey, it's a KI Comey, I guess it's called, a large, you know, medium-sized firm that is basically buying up small firms across California for this exact issue, they cannot compete with them on the same level as they can with, you know, you know, in a larger firm, you know, larger firms have the as advantage over them. So the small firms are having to make a choice. How do I compete or how do I join? Yeah, and what what happens is larger, larger players are getting larger. It's eat, I mean, uh, and, and they eat smaller players and, and that's happening in the accounting world also. And when this happens, essentially what happens is, at the end of the day, efficiency and uniformity in the business means lesser number of people. Uh, and, 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 and you know, the industry size as a whole may increase in terms of, uh, you know, the dollar number, but the actual number of people working in the industry reduces. So sure. that's never been, uh, that's never, that, that would never be a good situation to be for, I mean, from a country standpoint, for you know from an economy standpoint um, and another example if I, I if I recall Intuit is starting their own uh, accounting bookkeeping and tax preparation business and uh, you know I'm not really happy with uh, that move at all to be honest because we work with so many small accountants and today I mean if, if my personal opinion is Intuit QuickBooks uh, is what I mean QuickBooks today is what it is because of small business accounts. Exactly. Exactly. So I guess the the choice has to be made. And so it's kind of interesting what we're talking about here. We're talking about mergers happening, which reduces the number of required employees per se. Yeah. Yet, on the other hand, I'm talking to a lot of firms who can't find uh, good CPAs and mid, mid-level yeah. accountants. To, to fill the work they need. So it's kind of a interest, you know, an odd happening. They're going both ways here. So, so we're, we're, we're struggling in that. And I think what we're talking about with the offshore staffing model as, a, as an option, it's a very viable opportunity for these small to even sole practitioners to grow their firm with great flexibility. Would you agree? I mean, the offshore relationships with, with, with our company can generate opportunity that they can't find other way, uh, in other ways. Well, uh, uh, I agree. Of course, we are in business and I, I'm going to say yes to that. <laughs> but <laughs> that's, uh, that's what we do. We're here to help, right? <laughs> so. 
but uh, but more importantly you know uh, you definitely so there are some traditional advantages to this which means uh, you save money uh, you hire person at a lower cost there are no payroll taxes no compliances mm-hmm. you know and you know there are no overheads involved you reduce your cost significantly and there are less number of hassles to go through but uh, yeah that yeah go ahead yeah i was going to say that the whole idea of uh quality of life of a cpa the the culture i'm seeing among cpas the, the younger generations coming in and you know the old guard like me you know i've been in 30 years going out um when when i started in the business you know working long hours putting our personal life aside for the firm <laughs> was what was necessary to advance yeah now there's our younger set the new generation of employees and across the board but not just you know all 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 industries but accounting specifically are looking for a different lifestyle coming into a firm they're not they're not driven that same way they're looking for flexibility they're looking we for, call them millennials <laughs> well yeah I, i don't like to categorize people but let's just say people between 25 and 40 are trying to, they're just looking at life differently and yeah. that's a good thing and so by looking at other options of how to get the job done it's in, it's important for a cpa firm and owners to look at a different way so that quality of life is a portion yeah so anyway that's that's what made me I, i it struck me what you were saying about you know what small firms can do yeah and uh, apart from that uh, i mean essentially uh, it helps you in building capacity reducing your workload that's what you just mentioned right yeah that's a quality life balancing work uh, i mean you know personal life and professional life and third yeah. and the most important thing it gives you a great competitive edge which people are forgetting that today if you want to take more work you need to think back you know that do i have the manpower do i have the labor to support and you are really in the dilemma sometimes that if i take this work and i have to hire a new employee would i be able to completely utilize that employee what if this work goes away and this employee remains idle so this is right. a dilemma which kinds of you know always troubles small accountants that we work with sure. and you know the flexibility that offshore staffing bring brings in terms of hiring and working uh, you know you can hire part time you can hire hire temporary permanent you can have somebody full time exclusive and then you know we also have the most flexible option called on demand staffing so sure. this kinds of you know uh takes away most of the most of this challenges of small accounting firms uh lastly uh what i would mention is couple of things you know people always have this question why india although we covered a little bit that it has a british influence and the schooling and education yeah. has british influence so the quality of education is very high uh and we also talked about english speaking culture in india uh which is which are some of the important factors but one of There the is. most important factor today is uh, of this last 20 years this big four and larger firms came in then there are some of the fortune 500 companies not some maybe most of them has their right. own back office so right. this has created the whole ecosystem in india wherein there are a million plus accounting tax and finance professionals in india uh that has an understanding or experience of us accounting tax finance industry mm-hmm. sure which is which is a great ecosystem where smaller firms can participate mid-sized and regional firms can build their own team and you know 
we started this uh, and and we built our clientele over time we started working with small firms today when we when we are working with 500 plus accounting firms uh, uh-huh. we have a couple of dozens of clients which are you know mid-size and regional accounting firms and they sure. have started with one or two you know uh, full-time offshore staff and gradually build their own team so we have a client in St. Jose uh, who has 15 people team and you know we have give, given them a dedicated client suite what we call as dedicated client suite sure. which is yeah. like their exclusive office in our office so right. they have their own little team room yeah so yeah, they can work like the team room yeah sure. they, have, sure. they, they have their own uh, uh, video screen where they can you know do the co- direct conference call you know right. uh, so yeah. it's, it's it's like their office uh, within the infrastructure of integrity so yeah uh, that's uh, a little bit of uh, although in next episode uh, uh, mike we should cover more on or we should highlight more on why offshore staffing or the benefits of offshore staffing on the side of on the three tiers of uh, recruitment retention and replacement and right, yeah. put out a comparison why offshore staffing is today the best alternative to a local staffing challenge so we'll cover that in the next episode of uh BKOT and uh yeah I go over to you right yeah so that's yeah that's a good point where we kind of come to the end of our time together today which is perfect and so it looks like um our next session coming out in the next episode if you will will be more about some of the details get a little deeper into exactly how it works and where the direct benefits there might be to a CPA firm who chooses to uh to join our firm and and work with us in the future as well so with that said um we'll be doing these podcasts they'll be available on our website they'll be available in our YouTube channels all those type of things and we'll put the information out where you can find us so that you can uh, continue to watch and re- rewatch once you've listened to it uh, podcast. Yes, and uh yeah, please give us your feedback. Uh we are trying to make this podcast to roll out some insights on offshore staffing for accounting firms for accounting industry. So please give us your feedbacks. We'll be putting on all social media handles and the specific transcript to this podcast would be available on our website. So, yeah, uh Mike, thanks a lot. It was a nice interaction, short interaction and yeah. hope to continue this initiative of PKOT. Yes, and I, I don't know about everybody else, but I'm anxious to hear what's coming next. So we'll get yeah. together soon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah.